Welcome to Coffee with Kojo, a podcast produced by graduate students in the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. My name is Rocky Daly, and I'm an associate professor in the school. Coffee with Kojo is hosted by McCade Iverson and B. Benson, who are graduate students in our program. Our third podcast features another one of our graduate students, Rachel Eikhoff. Rachel works as a graduate teaching assistant in our Fundamentals of Speech course and is also a yoga instructor. She is an SDSU Honors College graduate and former Division I track and field athlete. Rachel sat down with her fellow classmates B and McCade last fall for this conversation. Welcome, Rachel. Yeah, Thanks, welcome, Bede. Rachel. How's it going today? Peachy Keen, Lima Bean. Good. It's um, a weird combo. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. Yeah, it's it's my go-to response. Uh-oh. People always ask me about it. I'm like, it's better than being like, I'm fine. Yeah, that's true. very true. People that's usually true. ask that, not like looking for an answer. So if you give them something weird, then they actually stop to be like, excuse me, what? Be the first question that I have kind of has to do with food. So okay. if you want to take it. What is your favorite food? Go. <laughs> Go oh, right man. now. Uh, I would say that my favorite food changes depending <gasps> on the season. I love food. And one of our fellow classmates just came back from New Orleans. Yes. And he was raving about the seafood. And so now all I want is good, <laughs> fresh <laughs> seafood. I don't care how it's cooked. I'm, I've just been craving that. So I'd probably have to say seafood. But I made jambalaya last week, and that was Ooh. delicious. What is jambalaya? Jambalaya is kind of like a soup. It is my favorite thing to cook because it's has all the things in it. I put shrimp, mm. sausage, chicken, lots of veggies, rice, tons of spices, some hot spices. That sounds great. Yeah. I'll make so you brought some... some. Did you bring some? I did not bring some today. <laughs> it got gobbled broken. up. Sorry, B. My heart's broken now. I'll cook you some next okay, week. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> so you'll eat just any seafood? Anything at all? Just about anything. I'm not very picky with food in general. So even if it looks a little weird, I'm open to trying <laughs> it. I'll be honest if I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, I've tried like octopus and squid and stuff. Wow. They're They're kind of chewy. I, I would not. So, I would wait, not would you, like that the fried dish. one, like fried calamari. Yeah. Oh man, you're mm-hmm. so strong, girl. I would couldn't. You, would you kind of say those are the weirdest things you've ever eaten? Yeah. Yeah. My sister had something over in Spain, and it was like pork cheek or like pig what? cheek or something, <laughs> and she was like, "That wasn't good at all." But oh. that sounds odd, though. She also yeah. didn't really know what it was because it was. In a different language. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. So it was kind of just a surprise yeah. at the end. Yeah. Cool. Well, you did say that the your favorite dishes like change depending on the season. Mm-hmm. So what are the what seasons and what foods do you like in which seasons? I didn't I didn't do that right, but you understand. Again, we're gonna edit it. Okay. So what is your favorite food for each season? Much simpler. So fall, winter, it's definitely soups. Soups and chilies, anything that's warm. I made three soups this weekend, so soup is my jam. I also (laughs) like that when it's so cold, it's such a, it's all just warm and makes you feel fabulous. (laughs) Obviously, all of the holiday foods are also mixed in there, but Mm -hmm. I don't eat those throughout 
the season. <laughs> so it's more like special occasion. And then spring and summer, not as much. Do I, I don't have like specific items, ah. but fall is, fall and winter are my favorite. So maybe I enjoy food along those seasons more. Fall and winter, that is probably the best part about fall and winter is just the food you get to eat really? all the time. I thought it was like the coldest, but maybe it's just me. I love fall and winter. <laughs> I love the cold. Love the cold? I love the cold with snow. Let's emphasize oh. that. Because what? right Why? today, it's beautiful out. You walk outside the door, and or you're inside, you're looking outside, the sun's shining, the birds are chirping, and you're like, you what a outside. beautiful day. And then you walk the outside. And it's <laughs> 34 degrees and windy. So you like the snow as more of like a, okay, I know really that it's yeah. cold out. Okay. You're like, okay, if it's going to be 34 degrees, let's have pretty white snow on the ground. Sure. Fair enough. Bee is super excited for the winter. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Your not. first winter. This, no, this would be well, my second, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I got okay. here in like December and I'm still surprised. It's been almost a year. Very surprised at that. Yeah. It's Still be fun. not quite ready for it. No, I'm not. I'm wearing three layers right now, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm in a tank top under this. So. <laughs> Tells you the difference. Yeah, you're strong, girl. <laughs> I hope I get on your level one day. Goodness. So my, t- my students in class yesterday were trying to tell me that men are more acclimated to the cold. Like, they're mm. more used to being cold than women. Mm. And... I told them I would challenge you that I don't know if there's actual scientific proof. <laughs> right, I was just going to ask. However, I Research. would say that I more often see dudes or men on campus walking around in like shorts and a mm-hmm. sweatshirt in the Which winter. I don't understand. And then you see women in like big boots, snow pants, yes. Canadian <laughs> goose. That's like always jackets. like, I love, I think March and April are, are always so funny because you see Half of people walking around in coats and snow boots, and then the other half of people are walking around in shorts and yeah. t-shirts. It's a balmy so it's 38 really, degrees. Yeah. yeah, so we're all, like, unthawing and, you know. I think it's fabulous. It's I think it's funny. Interesting. Um, so do you ever travel during the winter months or anything, or do you kind of like to stick around since, you know, you're such a fan? I am a fan. Last winter over winter break my fiance and i went to colorado to soak up more snow and went skiing out there and that was a blast i definitely have the ski bug right now i keep getting ads on hulu they know they're (laughs) they're targeting the right person because i keep getting visit montana ads but my family last winter and this winter we're going to hawaii so that's kind of our awesome escape from the cold. Yeah, get a my little whole break. family is certified in scuba diving. So oh. that's one of the big draws out there. Yeah, for sure. That is especially Hawaii. That's that'll be nice. Yeah, I'm excited. We've only scuba dived in pools or in quarries in northern Minnesota. And I mean it's cool, but it's not Hawaii. the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii will be probably a little bit different than that. A little that, cooler. A say. little bit more life, too. Yeah. Quarries yeah. don't have that much like fish life, so mm-hmm. you're more just swimming through. It's cool because you're swimming through trees because it used to be a mine that filled up with water. So mm. you're swimming through trees underwater. It's kind of creepy. Oh, that sounds <laughs> <almost> scary. <laughs> 
Is that the dream place like that you want to actually go to, Hawaii? No, my dream you... location to travel. Yes. Kind of be anywhere. I would love to go to Europe and just try to do it all, just be the biggest tourist and go to all the countries from beer in Germany to skiing in Switzerland and the Alps to eating delicious food in Italy. I would love to do it all, but really not picky. My fiance is like, so where do you want a honeymoon? And I'm like, I'm not helping you. <laughs> You're picking this. But I, I would really go anywhere. Awesome. Not picky. I'd love to go to New Zealand. It's the adventure capital of the world. They have so many fun activities. And that's where The Hobbit was filmed. So <laughs> so just an added bonus. We, we can run through the rolling hills just like they did in The Lord of the Rings. Nerdy obsession. It's fine. So what about Halloween? What scares you for Halloween? Or do you have any plans for today? I don't actually like Halloween. I never really have. I love fall. I love the changing colors, but Halloween just isn't a holiday that I really participate in. I like it because immediately after it's Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I love those holidays. But I am not doing anything for Halloween, nor do I usually do anything for Halloween. I think we're going out on our double date that we usually do on Thursday nights, but I'm not a Halloween lover. I think I'm in that minority. I love that you at least mentioned Thanksgiving because there's nothing that bothers me more about the holidays than when people skip over Thanksgiving. It's so underrated. How do you skip Thanksgiving though. People, I don't know. People like, like, like have the their Christmas tree morning. up already. Yeah, what? that's the thing. People uh, just get right into Christmas. They just after. completely. Forget about the turkey, mashed potatoes. All the good yeah. pies. Pie, yeah, pies, stuffing. Yeah, football. Apple. Football. <laughs> There's just so much, so many good things about Thanksgiving that people just, you know. I, I make a I delicious pie that, for Thanksgiving. Apple? No. It is a heart attack Sweet in potato? a slice. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. <laughs> it's yeah. all homemade. So homemade Oreo crust and then homemade caramel. Homemade fudge and homemade whipped cream with crumbles of Oreo on top. Wow. Yeah. It's really rich. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds awesome. It sounds worth it, though. It It is. The day after Thanksgiving, that's the appropriate time to start playing (laughs) Christmas music. Mm, Yes. I Okay. I agree with you 100%. Then the biggest Christmas fan. Jade was playing it in the office, (laughs) one of our fellow (laughs) students, and she was playing in the office already. And I'm like, Jade, I support this day after Thanksgiving. Yes. So is that when you put up your Christmas tree? Yes. After Thanksgiving? Day after Thanksgiving. Weekend after Thanksgiving. All the Christmas decorations. Our dog has a Christmas outfit. It's pretty cute. He actually likes it. I think it feels kind of like the comfort Mm -hmm. vests that rescue dogs or nervous dogs wear. So he just jingles around the house with his little reindeer ears, and it's really cute. That's awesome. Um, Is he your only dog? No, my fiancé and I have two dogs. We have Scout, the one in the little costume I just described. They're both rescues. So he's a beagle German Shepherd mix. And we adopted him when he was a year and a half old. And he has severe anxiety, like doesn't like men or people very much in general, doesn't do loud noises. So he has these really big eyes that always 
display his emotions. So <laughs> they always look scared and sad, but he's adorable. He doesn't make much noise. He was a very good first dog. And then on the parallel, the <laughs> complete opposite side of the spectrum, we have Nova, who turns one over Thanksgiving. And also a mixed dog. She's Shepherd Husky Collie Mix. And, or Lab. I think there's Lab in there, too. We did DNA tests, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> But she is very loud, very emotional in the sense, like Scout, our first dog, is emotional, sad, and anxious. She's just energy all the time, always happy, always needs attention, and she's very dynamic. So we have dogs on both ends of the spectrum, so... You gotta Scout be ready did for not any, prepare anything. us for her well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Does that mean you don't like cats? I do like cats. My family back home has a cat, and she's quite spoiled, but I like cats. We could never get one because Nova, our younger dog, would try to probably <laughs> eat it. There was, <laughs> there was a cat sitting outside our door. It's my neighbor's of our house this weekend, and we have glass doors, and she was... The cat was outside, and Nova was inside, so and Nova ran. was just puffed up like a little ball because she wow. was so angry, and the <laughs> cat was just sitting there like, I'm a cat. I'm going to sit here and tease you, and Nova was not having it at all. It was bad. Did Nova try and go through the door? No. Oh, she paused the door okay. a little bit, okay. kind of like clicks on it, but... She's a smart dog. Though. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Our door to our bedroom we always shut it because our other dog his food's in our bedroom mm -hmm. but she's never full and so she'll eat anything including his food and so we always have that door shut but no matter if it looks shut or not she'll run into it to see if she can open it up and get the food <laughs> so I'll let her in and all of a sudden you hear thump and then she turns around and comes back <laughs> Yeah, she's she's a special pup. Sounds hilarious. <laughs> um, so do you think your dogs kind of help you de-stress, or what do you do to kind of de-stress? I know we're right now we're kind of in that point in the semester. Yeah, I just read a study, and it said people who have dogs tend to live longer and be less stressed because they force you to exercise, and they love you constantly and they're just cuddling and just around and I would say since getting the dogs despite Nova being a little bit more rambunctious and she definitely adds a little bit more stress but I would say just like always having a companion is so wonderful and definitely does help me de-stress but other than that I work out that's a good de-stressor but Besides the dogs and working out, cooking is my other de-stressing outlet. Awesome. So what does your workout regimen look like? B, you know. You I had with one. Me. I had one. B was it, loving it I left every second of crying. it. I fell down the oh, stairs no. going inside my apartment. It really Are you pretty hurt. hardcore, Rachel, so with your workout? It came on leg day. It was... Oh, something oh else. no, not it leg was day. Probably not the best day to jump in. <laughs> oh no. Like, 
<laughs> Nicholas and I, one of our other students in our classes, he and I work out together and we lift the same weight for everything besides leg day. He also does not particularly enjoy leg day. <laughs> and so no, we're like, no. B, come join us today. Cause she was yeah. going to go to the gym anyways, after one of our classes. And we're like, just join us. And she comes scary. and she did not did not love it at all. I, I gave lots Rachel. of uh, like alternative options that she could do, second. and <laughs> then we ended with probably the worst yes. ab workout we could do. Oh, no. Sally's. So if you Google like Sally up, Sally down on YouTube, I it's a challenge, and you just listen it. to the music mm. and push up and push down and hold. And you do it three so times. Painful. We did it four times. It was <laughs> it was painful. It wasn't the kindest workout to throw B into, yeah. but at do you, all. Do you think she'll come with you again? I mean, she texted us the next day. She's like, I can't move. I fell up the stairs. <laughs> but when are we going to work out Down again? Down oh, well, good. makes sense. But up the stairs, it's <laughs> just bad. It was... Yeah, Ray came and said, um, are you okay? And I said, just leave me. Just, just leave, leave me. me. Just leave me here. Give me like five, ten minutes. <laughs> I'll, I'll come inside. Just give me a little time. I think my love for working out stems from being in sports my whole life and then being on the SDSU track and field team for two and a half years and then taking a break and I got into yoga, but now I'm just trying to Put on more muscle, and I also get married in a year, so gotta yes, gotta fit that's that some, yes, that's some good motivation. <laughs> yeah, good it's good motivation. motivation. What are your other favorite sports? I know you said track and field for SECU, mm -hmm. but what else did you participate in? I was solely a runner. I also skied in high school, Nordic skiing, which, especially in South Dakota, not a lot of people know what that is. Yeah, so it's a so when you think of skiing, most people think of downhill skiing and Nordic or cross-country skiing is is, is cross. Oh, like okay. you would be running, rolling up the hills, skiing up and down the hills, just like running. And there are two different forms of it. One is Nordic or inline. And so that's the traditional one that you think of where there are two tracks and your skis stay in it and it's kind of like running where you move your hands and your legs stay moving forward and then the other one the track is wide and completely flat like thin grooves but flat otherwise there aren't tracks to go in and you skate ski so it's kind of like ice skating on snow Wow. And the movements are really big, so that you like. Painful, though, oh, it's fall. it's so hard. It's uh, it Nordic painful? skiers. It's I would say it's more painful than downhill skiing. Downhill no, skiing, you fall more. Is it if you're bad? Is it more difficult than falling down? Whereas if you're ice skating, mm. ice skating, you you're fall falling on ice. On ice. It really yeah, hurts. it's it hurts because you have more momentum, mm -hmm. but. Nordic skiers or cross-country skiers, Olympians have the highest VO2 max, and so that means, like, they have the biggest lung capacity and their heart can function. They can function at a higher heart rate for the longest period of time is probably the simplest way to explain that. But it is a workout, to say the least. But that was what I did in high school and really loved it. And then I played soccer when I was little, but my hand-eye coordination is... <laughs> 
non-existent. Okay. Mine too. <laughs> you could throw something at me and I would not catch it. Yeah. I, yeah. I try, but no. That's all you can do. You know? I golf now, but that's more just to go on dates with my fiance. Mm-hmm. But I get very frustrated golfing. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see me get mad, that's the easiest the way to do that. Do you prefer mini golf over regular? No, no. no. Mini golf mini is golf. just meh. Like putt putt, you know? Yeah, it's it's sort of fun, but if I want to golf, like get golf. out on the course, yeah. <laughs> big swing, miss the ball a few times. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I can really. That, that would make yeah. me more frustrated. Than oh, it golf. definitely does. Because yeah. you think you're hitting the actual ball, and then you look up. And it's nowhere but the ground. Where There's you your problem. You're supposed to keep your eye on the ball. Eye on the ball. No, this is when I you hear that so much. I think I hit the ball, and then I'll look up, and then I look back down, and it's still <laughs> in the same place. You're like, oh, that yeah, looks you super know what? I don't want to. That was my practice anymore. swing. Just you know play what? it off. Let's just go home. Forget <laughs> this. Don't want to play anymore. Do you have any more questions? Um, no, I th- I'm good. This was really awesome, Rachel. Thanks for coming. To yeah, thanks Coffee for stopping in. Thanks for having me. You're awesome. I love podcasts, so I'll always support you guys. Our next episode will be available on February 14th and feature Dr. Kelly Cromie, a new assistant professor in the school. Be sure to download our talk with Dr. Cromie on February 14th. This podcast is the property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through AMP Music.